Welcome to my Holistic Health Podcast and the Beginner Health Sessions. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and let's be honest, making changes to our health can seem hard, confusing, and complicated. So let's come back to basics. Each Thursday, I'll be here with simple tools you can use to transform your health. See you inside. Hey everyone, this is a really interesting topic for me. As I said last week, the thought of intermittent fasting led me to a massive hell no. I'm not starving myself, our bodies aren't designed to be starved, and I have to eat every two hours just to survive. You don't want a hangry snoozin', which is my nickname by the way. Literally, I was on the hunt for my next meal, and when I was hungry, you didn't want to be around me. Hell, I didn't even want to be around me. You like this too? But put that first bite into my mouth and my brain and my body started to settle. And actually, as I reflect on it now, it was mostly my brain freaking out. Not so much my body, but of course there are times when our body is hungry first. So how about we just dive into the differences between, in, between hunger or in hunger? Did you know that there, was a different, there were different types of hunger? There totally are. And these are the ones that I love talking to my clients about because when we hear the difference and then start experimenting with them, their minds are blown. Let's start with not being hungry at all. You're satiated, happy, you don't think about your next meal, nor do you need food in that moment. Happy days. Now let's talk about when we're actually hungry. And what I mean by that is our bodies are in need of fuel. Our bodies tell us, right? We can feel it in our tummy and our bellies might even growl at us. That's true hunger and it's time to eat. But often we get tricked into mind hunger. This is when our brain, not our body, our brain tells us that it's time to eat. Remember our brain is looking after us and wants us to survive. So if we haven't eaten and it believes, our brain believes that it's time to eat, then it's going to tell us to eat. Our brain also tells us to eat when something's hard, sad, when we're at a party, when someone's been mean to us or we've been mean to ourselves, when something's not working. Our brain will tell us, just have that biscuit and think about it for a while. You'll figure it out with a biscuit, some chips, a wine. Wine makes everything better, right? Or our brain will say, you've worked hard today. You deserve that gluten-free muffin. It's gluten-free, right? So it's good for you. Has your brain ever said anything like that? Hmm, that's another episode. So there are three ways you can experience hunger. And then there is the way that food is just food and you eat regularly. When you tell your brain it's time to eat and you live your life. This is what intermittent fasting has brought into my life. Regular eating that works for my body and I get on with life. Now, intermittent fasting isn't for everyone, So please consult your doctor before starting any food and exercise protocol, especially if you have health concerns. It's important to work with a health coach, nutritionist, dietitian, someone who can monitor you, check in on you and support you as you transition into this way of eating. Because we can't see what we can't see and we can end up down a rabbit hole that might not be right for us. But what is intermittent fasting and why do we do it at all? Intermittent fasting is what I call food time blocking. Perhaps it's just food blocking, but there's time in there as well. There 
are many ways to do it, but effectively it's only eating at certain times in the day and fasting for the remainder of the day. For example, I generally stop eating at 6 p.m. at night and then don't eat again until, say, 10 a.m. or 12 p.m. lunchtime the next day. Now, you know from episode 40 of my podcast that I'm generally a 90-10 eater. So don't take what I'm saying as gospel. Just know that 90% of the time, this is how I eat, and 10% of the time, I generally eat off plan. Or there are certain times of the month where my body is more hungry. So if I feel that hunger in my body, then I eat. The other caveat I want to add is that I still drink water, tea, and I have a green juice in the morning. Some say this stops the intermittent fasting, particularly if you're having a juice, coffee, tea. Um, And that may be true, but this is what works for me. So always experiment and find your way of eating because it's your protocol and you are unique. Some of the versions of intermittent fasting can include 12 hours or a 16-hour window of not eating, and it's typically done overnight. Alternative day fasting, for example, you fast on a Monday and you eat normally on a Tuesday. Periodic fasting, like the 5-2 diet, where you eat normally for five days and you fast for two days. Some people will fast for up to 72 hours, supplementing with nutritional shakes. So there are lots of ways to do this and the benefits can be amazing. For me, for me, once I got through the mind drama and day three of eating this way was like a killer for me. My brain was totally, totally telling me that I was going to die, that the world was going to end and that I was, um, I, it wasn't going to be sustainable long-term. And you know, I'm all about sustainability. Now you've also heard my postnatal depression journey. And if not, head back to episode one. And I talk a lot about the voice in my head, the inner critic, my inner critic on the afternoon of day three of intermittent fasting was so loud, like so loud. And even though I had the tools, I really struggled. What I utilized in that moment was phone a friend and he listened to me tell all the stories and he didn't judge. And you probably think I would have given up, but I didn't. I finished out the day, I woke up the next day and did it all again without the crazy mind drama and inner critic. This is one of the many reasons why you need a support person on this journey, especially in those early days. And if one of my clients changes their eating protocol, we're in constant daily contact um, in those early stages. You need that support to be next level at that time. One of the biggest benefits I got was changing, was a change in my gut microbiome, that beautiful bacteria in our belly that nurtures and protects us. I went from a sugar-fueled crazy person to calm and relaxed with food. No more hangry, can you believe it? And if you ask me what hangry is, it's that sugar roller coaster, which can I remind you includes carbohydrates and alcohol, sugar. Sugar is not just the sweet things and the processed things. There are there are impacts around carbohydrates and alcohol. So as I said, not just chocolate and cakes but processed sugar, alcohol, and carbohydrates. So what I was, what was I eating, you might wonder? Well, I was eating roast veggies and roast chicken. I would still have our lentil dal, or Chris would make up a chicken curry, but I stayed away from the white carbs. For example, bread, pasta, potatoes, and we only eat brown rice anyway. We don't eat the white rice because it's processed. 
For us, spaghetti bolognese became mince on top of roast, roasted sweet potato, which is a really great complex carb that's naturally sweet and it's so divine. I thought about food differently and I did it while celebrating my birthday. So I planned ahead, looked at things I didn't eat and I just didn't include them in the meal that night. I ate what was served because it fit within my eating protocol and everybody else ate what I served as well. They, they didn't notice and there were leftovers so I could keep eating what I had for the rest of for the next couple of days. What other benefits are there? There's better quality sleep because your body's only job to, is to sleep, not to process food as well. Studies are showing that intermittent fasting supports brain health. So people who may have Parkinson's and Alzheimer's may benefit. Talking about the brain, the mind drama over food disappeared too. I didn't worry about what I was eating next because I had it planned, often had it cooked, so it was just a heat and serve, and cooking in bulk is amazing. It also reduces, it can also reduce my metabolic syndrome, which can include insulin resistance that may lead to diabetes and reducing cardiovascular disease. Weight reduction, like losing weight, and reduce appetite because you don't have the sugar cravings and the hangry anymore. Just sometimes the mind telling you you're hungry, but as we discussed above, that's not your body. Because our body uses the fat in our bodies or that enters our body for fuel rather than sugar. See the difference? You'll find or you'll feel that your body is mus more muscular and leaner. There are no known side effects to intermittent fasting yet, and this way of eating has been on the rise for nearly 10 years. However, it's been around for thousands of years. That being said, pay attention to your body and what it's telling you. For example, when I went full keto, this was prior to me doing intermittent fasting, keto meant zero carbs, and my body hated me, and it started to eat itself. I'd been working really hard to build muscle and within two weeks it was just about gone. So I added back in complex carbs, think sweet potato, brown rice, chickpeas, quinoa and lentils. And yes, my body was like a full screaming yes. It was so happy and within six weeks I was back on track. Really interesting, hey? As a final note, if you're an athlete or someone who works out with a heart rate generally above 70%, Intermittent fasting may not be good for you because it's where our bodies clock over into the carb burning range. And if you're not eating carbs or you have limited carbs in your body, your energy levels may be depleted. This presents another benefit for those not wanting to work out particularly hard. Intermittent fasting supports low impact activities. So think swimming, walking, yoga, etc. And if this is your jam, then that sounds like a great compliment. Okay, to wrap up, intermittent fasting is like food time blocking. Think about it like eating for a set period of time and then not eating for the remainder of the time. For example, eating between 10am and 6pm and not eating between 6pm and 10am. I generally only eat three meals a day now, lunch, afternoon tea and dinner, and there's no snacking between times. If you think you want to try intermittent fasting to lose weight, manage sugar cravings, etc., then engage with a health professional like me or a nutritionist or dietitian. Understanding why you're doing it and be prepared to commit to yourself, not to anyone else, just yourself. Focus on the first two weeks, then add another two weeks, assess how you feel and what your health concerns are at the beginning, and then reassess every two weeks. Remember, that your brain will come up with all sorts of stories about why you shouldn't do this, come back to your why. 
check in with your support person and keep going. And what matters most is you find the fun in what you're doing. When we think about how long, you know, we live, two weeks is really just a drop in the ocean. So have some fun on your journey and enjoy what you're about to learn about yourself. Thank you for joining me today. And please hop over to either my Instagram or business Facebook page and share your key takeaways from this episode. And next week, we're going to talk about why it's time to give up the foods you just can't stop eating. Do you have food or foods that you just can't get enough of? We all have them and they evolve over time, but it's time to look at why you're eating them and why, what they mean for you. It's time to take them out of your life for a while and determine if the food's owning you or if you're owning the food. I look forward to exploring it with you. Finally, if you've listened this far, you deserve a reward. Each week in these episodes, I'm going to leave a character that will create a code. Once you have the full code, hint, it's a three-word code, there'll be a link in the episode show notes of that episode for the last character. Head over to susanscollin.com forward slash podcast for that episode. Click on the link and claim your prize. Today's letter is you.